0: you know we need to be thinking about other people in a much more serious way i mean we should always be thinking about other people but now is a moment where it should be even more at the forefront of what we're doing and how we behave
1: this is your badass journey podcast i am Kareen walsh serial entrepreneur growth strategist executive leadership coach and best selling author Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you align what you love with what you do in order to build that badass life and business you dream of. Welcome, welcome to today's episode. I have such a gift for you. One of my dear friends, I asked her to be on the show because she has gone through such an amazing journey in launching her first business um, in the pandemic last year. It launched right at the end of 2019. And then she had to navigate what to do in 2020 as things changed. Um, As someone who has been in my life since we were I don't know, five, I think, is when we met in kindergarten. Being a part of her journey and also having her support in my life, I felt it was time to share her with all of you and also make sure that you feel that you can be gifted this year. Her company is called Gift Me Chic and she is Elizabeth Jones Hennessy. She and I have had amazing um, connection over the years and when it comes to not only friendship, but business. And when she introduced her um, desires to me, when she was navigating how to really figure out what is the business that she wants to build and launch, and how does it stay aligned with who she truly is and make sure that all her inner gifting sh- shows... and is something that is also relevant and that others can benefit from, Gift Me Chic was born. And so on today's episode, she shares her journey with us. And we dialogue a little bit too about what is it that is challenging or was challenging for 2020? How did she align, realign, pivot, as some people say? And then um, where is she today? And what is she going after next? I know you're going to be inspired by today's conversation Make sure you connect and check out Gift Me Chic. That's G-I-F-T-M-E-C-H-I-C dot com and follow Elizabeth. It's Elizabeth with an S, Elizabeth Jones Hennessy on Insta, as well as at gift me chic on Insta so that you can stay connected after you walk away with amazing takeaways from today's conversation. We jump into creativity. We jump into how to really use and curate your inner eye, like what you desire, what you like to connect with, but also gift to yourself and to others. So I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. You know I love hearing from you. And um, yeah, let's just jump in. Here she is. Hi. Welcome everybody to another episode on your Badass Journey podcast. I am so excited to introduce you to one of my most favorite people in life and another badass in business, Elizabeth Jones-Hennessy. Welcome, Elizabeth. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to be here. I, it is it is such an honor to share you with my guests because you have had such a most the, one of the more recent journeys, especially during a COVID year of launching a brand new business, and yeah. since we've been longstanding friends as well as in each other's business lives, like supporting each other as accountability partners and just t- kind of cheering each other along. I really wanted to have you on the show because I feel like a the concept of your new business is something that i think should be of top of mind for everyone especially after a year of feeling like you have to hold on to everything and mm-hmm. the the essence of gifting and you know sharing and connecting with others kind of got a little bit off kilter but the mm-hmm. second reason too is that you have been so courageous to stick with it and keep going even through the challenges of the economy that we even had, you know, in 2020. So before we jump into your business model, what it's all about, et cetera, let's give our listeners a bit of your background on how you came to launch Gift Me Chic um, and become an entrepreneur. Okay.
0: Well, this was definitely a long journey. It's not something that happened overnight. I've always loved retail. When I was in high school, you may or may not remember, I worked at a store called Spangles in the town of Rye. And um, that really piqued my interest in retail and buying. I did my senior thesis on that, um, her business. She took took me with her on buying trips, which was really fun and exciting. And so when I graduated college, that's the career path that I chose to pursue. And... I went through the executive training program at Saks Fifth Avenue and I spent six years of my career at Saks Fifth Avenue, really working through the ranks from assistant buyer, associate buyer, planner to becoming a buyer. And I loved it. It was exactly what I wanted to be doing. Um, I grew up, I like to say, in the fashion portion of the business. But then as a buyer, I moved into um, cosmetics, beauty, um, and accessories. And after leaving Bergdorf's, I got recruited to... Oh, sorry. After leaving Sachs, I was recruited to Bergdorf Goodman. Yeah. Also into the beauty world. And I spent four years um, at Bergdorf's. While I was at Bergdorf's, I launched a brand exclusively, which was called Killian Perfumes. Mm -hmm. And the brand really took off. It was very exciting. I brought it in from Paris. A year later, the founder and owner of the brand asked me if I would consider leaving Bergdorf to open his U.S. subsidiary and be the CEO of North America. And I always say it's one of those moments in life when you see a train passing and you have to make a decision. Do I get on the train or not? Right. And obviously it was a huge risk. I had a young child at home and I was going through a separation at that time. And I said to myself, you know what, this is an amazing opportunity. I'm going to take the risk. Yeah. And I did. And um, it's it's it was a very exciting journey to move from retail into wholesale and really learn how to build and grow a business. And although you do that as a buyer, it's very different on the wholesale side. And outside of Bergdorf's, we started launching Saks stores. So it was quite perfect for me because I was able to maintain my relationship with Bergdorf's. I was able to pick back up my relationship with Saks. And I had a great relationship with both. And um, it was really exciting and encouraging as we started to build out the business. And I spent 8 years with Killian um, doing that. And um, up until the point where the brand got sold to Estee Lauder. And it was at that moment when I had to take a look at myself and what my passions were and what I wanted to do. And of course, you know, well, not of course, but essay lauder did say, okay, Elizabeth, you know, what job do you
1: want? Right. Yeah. <laughs> They'll offer you <laughs> everything.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, I'd been in those, you know, corporate environments and I really wanted to step out on my own and get back to retail. Um, but of course there was a lot of fear involved. I've never been an entrepreneur. I wasn't quite sure how to go about it. Um, you know, based on the fact that brick and mortar is really tough these days, has been for a while. Everything is happening online. My professional experience has always been with brick and mortar, so um, you know, entering the space of ecom felt really daunting. Um, and of course, and and on top of it, looking at the space of what was out there in my business, um, and not oversaturated? I've always loved fashion. I've always loved accessories, but there's just so much competition, you know, net a and all the department stores and et cetera, et cetera. So I knew that that's that wasn't what I wanted to do because I really did want to stand out and do something that was different and and more needed. Yeah. And this led me into. Well, the first step actually is it led me to start a blog. And that's something that it was sort of this interim portion of my career path and tiptoeing my way into e commerce. And the site that I launched, the blog that I launched, um, was shoppable. I had affiliate links, I was a member of Reward Style. Um, and in the process, I was building my Instagram, building the following, sending out newsletters. Um and at the time, you know, I was really thinking, okay, where do I want this to go? What am I doing? And it was hard, very hard on myself because I, you know, I came from this really strong professional background that I was really proud of. And yeah. I sort of said, okay, what are you doing? You're not a blogger. <laughs> but at the same time knowing that I was figuring it out and yeah. that was okay. Yeah. And I allowed yeah. myself that time to do it. And I I'm lucky enough that I was able to do it from a financial standpoint, which most sure. people don't have the luxury to do. So I really appreciated um being able to take that time and do that. And um again, really thinking about okay, I want to get back to retail. How do I make this a serious business? And I remember very clearly I was in an airport lounge and was, yeah. all of a sudden it came to me, give me chic. And I and I I thought, wait a minute, what is
1: that? You know, it just started. Yes, I love those moments. messages. I love when those messages yeah, just come. Messages. Oh, yes. So gift me chic was just. A calling like it showed up.
0: It showed up. And um and I and I, I knew that I'd been thinking a lot about the space and what was I missing when I went shopping online. Mm-hmm. And very often, um, I, I I need to find a gift for someone and I'd go to a department store website and it's just overwhelming. At first you have to find your way to the gift <laughs> section. yeah. It's and so you true. have to comb through thousands of products. And um I what I Felt what I didn't see or didn't have was a concept store um, online. You know, yeah, if you, that you was think curated.
1: about, like, there's yeah, that
0: curated and special, yeah. and someone that with an eye and a professional background that you trust. They know what they're doing. It's not uh-huh. a vanity project. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I really looked at the space and I started to do research and look at what the competition was, there was no one that I felt was in. And And I hate to use the word luxury because luxury connotates expensive, and it's not about being expensive, but for me, it's very much about being elevated and sophisticated and having a clear point of view. And so this is where I really developed the concept of give me chic. And what excited me was thinking about all the things I see and have and have seen as I travel. And I I used to be living between New York and Paris. I was in Paris every month. Um, also traveling quite extensively throughout the world when I was building Killian because we yeah. were expanding the brand um, all over. And whenever I go to a new country, you know, the first thing I want to do is taste the food and go shopping. You
1: know? Yeah, of course. That's how you get to know what the country's all about, right? <laughs> you know, you want to find a souvenir. But for me, it was beyond that. It was like, wow,
0: what are the stores here? What's different? What kind of products do they have? What can I find here that I can't find in the U.S.? For me, that's the the thrill of the discovery. Yeah. And I pretty much had a list of brands that are
1: because... Yeah, because you have been... No, Yeah, pictures I take notes
0: just for fun. Yeah. So that was my springboard. And and I will say, thanks to you, I was able to get there more confidently because you and I were working together, you know, just throughout that process of leaving the Killian brand and trying to figure out what the next step was in a real professional, serious way. Um, and you really helped me a lot. So I just want to thank you. And, and oh,
1: <laughs> for, well, that's for our really friendship,
0: taking, you know, time yeah. and energy to help me find the clarity. Cause sometimes I think that's the hardest part yeah. is just finding the clarity. What are you passionate about? What's going to make you happy? Where, where, what can be successful in a number of ways, you know, from within your own pride and also financially, we all yeah. need to make money and, yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, yeah. and
0: so, um, and I think for me, and again, one of the biggest things you helped me with was getting over my own fear.
1: You know, I well, don't also knowing from- that there were examples of concepts that came to fruition once you got the clarity on the concept. You know, when it, this is just something for, for everyone who's listening who's sitting in that, I have this idea and I have no idea where to take it. And it com- feels so completely different than what I have been known for. Like there's mm-hmm. this, this fear of uh, of the um change in identity that happens when you are evolving into that next version of yourself. That sometimes, and I appreciate, you know, all of our conversations we had at that time because it was a, it was just a time truly for me to like listen and help articulate back to you what you were saying and what you actually knew. And you yeah. you kind of need that in a in that time of transition to know that it's possible, but also knowing that you could continuously build upon it as you step forward into it. Because I remember those moments of our conversations when you were on the cusp of, do I had. do i head the blog in like this direction do i really build gift me chic the way i want should i go into you know this more of um you know building my own personal brand and then building everything off that like there was all sorts of questions happening which there should be because you should right. be our lives are meant to be grandiose and big and high vision. But yeah, to, to get to that clarity, it was, all, of course, my pleasure because I love every time we have a conversation. And for those of you listening, she and I have known each other since we were, what, like six years old? Um, or something like, yeah, five, yeah. six, something like that, yeah. where um, we have been woven into each other's lives where when we have our conversations together, it is so deep-rooted in love first That no matter what we are talking about, especially when it comes to business, especially when I with all my strategies and the ways I'm like, we can figure out how, girl, we can just totally (laughs) figure out how, like, tell me what you want. Let's go figure it out. Like, that's my (laughs) energy. What I love is that when I can help friends like you who are so gifted and talented, just get that belief in self to say, let's go forward, let's go do it. And who do I need and connect you with who that looks like? It was, that was just like an honor for me to be part of your journey at that time. But to see where you are today is even just more exciting because it's happening, you know? So you took that, you took that step. You decided I'm going down the gift me chic route. You had this awesome list of potential vendors or through your relationships, products you wanted to put on it. You were diving yeah. your first dive into like true e-commerce because you know the Killian brand had that part to it, but it wasn't right. under your direct management to like right. lead and launch it. You were more in-store direction. So tell us a little bit about the journey of that leap, right? To, to put that stake in the ground and like doing it. And then the timing <laughs> too, because I think it's important for people to know the timing that you actually launched. And then yeah. the year that we had <laughs> last year.
0: Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, I like to walk before I run. <laughs> this is smart. And this is me, what I did um, for a multitude of reasons. So, what I did, I mean, to your point, we said, okay, I'm going to do this. So, let me start with my connections, my network. What brands do I love? And okay. I wanted, to, this was back in back to 2019, like it was so long ago. And yeah, it feels <laughs> it though.
1: I mean, it come feels on. It feels like it, feels it was eternity yeah. ago.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, it was really the second half of 2019 where I said, Okay, I need, I want to do this. Yep. And it would be a shame for me to miss the holiday season. So let me do this in a small way just to get myself off the ground. So I worked with a, a small branding agency. I found a small web developer, you know, really working within mm-hmm. a tight budget. And I reached out to 10 different brands and I gave them a deal they couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <Smart. laughs> From a margin standpoint, I'm like, I want you on board and here's yeah. what it's going to look like. And um, And that's what I did. So I launched around the Christmas time of 2019 with 10 brands. And, um, and for me, that was a proud moment, you know, just say, okay, you know, I took the first step and, and I did some business. It wasn't huge. I didn't put any money into marketing. It was really using my network, sending out newsletters, um, and Instagram, which I had built, which I realized now, okay, you weren't just a blogger. No, you
1: were a total total sponsor in your space. You just didn't want to see it yet. But yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah.
0: And so, so that's what kicked it off. And then when I um, then we led into 2020, and I saw that there was an opportunity to really take it to the next level. And through you, I met two wonderful consultants, um, one of whom was a financial strategist, and the other one a brand strategist. And we collectively said, okay, there's so much more potential here. So we started with the frame, you know, the hardwiring of the site, the site itself, all the other, um, the the aesthetic of it, the branding. And we spent a good portion of 2020 really putting it all together, making it as beautiful and functional with the best user experience that we could imagine. And and also thinking about all the things that we want to come, which we couldn't implement this year. But setting up, again, the framework, knowing that there is so much um, potential going forward and things we want to implement into the site. Yeah. And, you know, it it was a year-long process for the most part. And through the process, as we know, COVID hit.
1: Right.
0: And... It, my position has always been about thoughtful gift giving, you know, it's fine. There's occasions, but there's also all year long and all year long. Fine. You also have birthdays and anniversaries and new jobs and all of that. But then there's, there's times where you don't need an occasion to have to give a gift. You say you want to send someone just a small token to say, I'm thinking about you. And COVID made it even more relevant for my messaging, because yeah. here we are, we're stuck at home, we're scared, we don't know what's going on, and we can't see people, especially our families, and um, that's when I felt that you know we need to be thinking about other people in a much more serious way. I mean, we should always be thinking about other people, but now is a moment where it should be even more at the forefront of what we're doing and how we behave. So. You know, again, throughout the year, we really define the messaging. And I don't want it, you know, I wasn't taking advantage of COVID because it was coming before COVID, but it's something that I would feel, like I said, that was strengthened and is strengthened. And I hope to be, hope then to become
1: the baseline. Yeah. of of where we go after covid the thoughtfulness of it all right, right. like i i always translate the gift giving like the is it, you give you gift your time and i know on your site too you have amazing experiences too with some of the colleagues in your network and the um that they that people can actually buy a consultation like it's not just physical product which is right. really great because sometimes people need that care Um, And then there's also the just fun messaging or, you know, you have these awesome stationary cards Mm -hmm. that have really nice sayings on them and Mm -hmm. like, you know, that have like a fun, just pick me up to them, but also laughter about it and just keep it light. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's really unique artistic gifting, like things, one of a kind things that, you know, could only be really seen through your site um, for... Uh, getting access to it because they're, they're like smaller brands, which yeah. is another, I think, amazing way to give back because so, there's so much in the retail world now that has shifted mm-hmm. that people and their purchasing power has become more thoughtful. Right. Is what I'm seeing, right? Yeah. The the frivolous way of buying, unless it's like a nice, you know, sweat set, like, a you know, <laughs> the cool hoodie and the tie-dye fad that's going on and like, you know, all the things where yeah. it's like, it, it's more because you know you're going to use it every single day. The um, ad hoc buying just to buy it because I see it energy has gone because people are really wanting to have more meaning behind what they're purchasing. And and so I don't think it's anything about taking advantage. And if anything, you were already thinking ahead of how a buyer will be, become, or should become because it has to have thoughtfulness behind it. And it's an investment, you know, like you're investing your time searching for that item, Buying that item, getting that item to either yourself, gifting yourself—I know—is a big part of um, of gift me chic as well, because there are beautiful (laughs) things there that you're going to want for yourself. But I think it's really great because that thoughtfulness is just needed so much right now.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 true, Um, and thank you for recognizing that. Um, It's interesting, you know, because you know probably the most used term. Other than shit wears my mask is uh, pivoting right. It's Everyone pivoting. had to pivot because yeah, so true. You have to think about okay, what is my business and how you know how does it need to change in order to still be successful during these difficult times. Yeah, and um, so you were mentioning the experiences that I offer, and for me, that really was
1: the pivot in a way. Yeah, it was my um, original landscape
0: yeah because you're to your point you know um yes you can always send a beautiful candle or um, a gift of any sort really and i do have a multitude of categories that i cover you know from home to art to uh, accessories and books stationery etc yeah. you know one of the fun parts actually was this pivot in thinking about okay what do people want and need while they're at home <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You know, we still want to give gifts we still want to interact with people we still want to learn stuff and feel like we're getting out of the house, even if we can't get out of the house. Yeah, the so, experience.
1: Um, yeah, exactly.
0: So this is where you know, again, I thought thought hard about it and talked to a lot of people and came up with some really cool ideas. You know, one of the things actually that I think you purchased, yeah, with page, yeah, the Page Novak uh, bespoke personalized crystal experience. Yeah, and you know, I've actually had some. Quite a few sales with that, um, and a number of, of celebrities were gifted that not too long ago. Oh, so beautiful, really cool. yeah. her,
1: She's such an amazing um, just being love page, yeah. But also, like when you when you do that session with her, then you also can find the pieces uh, from her collection too. Not that it was like an entry into her collection, but you want pieces from her collection because they are so beautiful. I don't even have my earrings on today. I think I. After my session with her, I bought two uh, really cool small uh, hoop earrings, and then Mm -hmm. one big like crystal one. And then I even did a custom piece with her because I got to build that connection with her, and she knew me through that session we had together. And it was just a so. And she is such a gifted person that just being in her energy and space, yeah you leave like elated, you know, yeah. I gotta, I, I have to have her on the show too. So my listeners can get to know Paige also. She's amazing. Yeah. yeah,
0: definitely. And and for your listeners, you know, I think just as a bit of background, Paige is a dear friend of mine and she's a jewelry designer, but over the past couple years, she has incorporated um, crystals into her jewelry in more of a healing yeah. um, way. And so now she's a certified crystal healer. And she offers intuition yep. counseling as well. And um, so, for example, you know, someone could go get on the phone with her for one of these consultations and says, okay, you know, I really want to draw love into my life, you know, I'm looking yeah. for a partner. And, you know, and then of course she'll talk to you about that and what is you're looking for and the energy behind that. And, you know, again, this is just an example, but Rose Quartz is the stone that is known to bring that energy yeah. into your life. And so that's how she helps you navigate. And it's not necessarily a
1: sell, you know, like, oh, now... Oh, it's cake. not at all. It's yeah. A gift, but you want then it in your life. And yeah. she, and then just having that as an ease as her to be that go-to person. So mm-hmm. that in other words, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Like it's, <laughs> it's in the relationship that you get to build through your relationships by coming through Gift Me Chic and the fact that you're giving this opportunity to have access... To someone like Paige, in her new evolu- uh, evolved self, right, and on top of her amazing jewelry line, it just keeps it um, so relational, like that. And yeah. and so you want to keep going back to it, you know. This is what it was my point. I, I I only know her through you. Like if I yeah. didn't know you, and if I didn't purchase that consult. Through Gift Me Chic, I would not have had that experience and these gorgeous pieces now that I have in my house, right. but also the connection with her. I know I can call for another session if I need to, or if I want to curate now a really cool gift for someone else in my life, Like mm-hmm. I, this, this is just a new way of doing it. Right. So it was a great experience to come through your new business, you know. It's really and and deep relationships, which is nice.
0: Yeah, no, and thank you for that. I mean, it's true, it's you know, from So besides Paige, we've offered, you know, a wine tasting with a you know, a sommelier Sommelier, or a family cooking class, um, with, with a, a a dear friend who has something called the creative kitchen is her business and, um, a nutritional consult with my nutritionist actually the past huge. Um, and then there's, you know, a few others, but, um, you know, back to this idea of what do people want during COVID? And yeah. yes, it's about gifting in the physical products, but then there's this gifting of spirit, gifting of energy, um, the gift of learning, you know? Yeah, it's a big
1: all- part of self-care. Because I think that that was like the underlining demand that started to spike you know really early in the year was there was this exhaustion of from the fear that happened the first few months everyone thinking oh we're just going to be open in the next few weeks kind of energy let's survive this right and when you're in survival energy for too long then you're off you're off your center really like you you create new imbalances and then Mm -hmm. and then realizing how long it's actually gone for like we all did not expect this so I think a new lens had to show up on well how do I actually check back in with myself and how how can I still take care of myself in this circumstance and what's right. the best way for me to do that and so for you to have that consciousness in your I mean to me it's more of an expansion versus a um, like a true like pivot in a yeah, way true. You know, because yeah. the way I, it's just like a new line of, of offering that is still very much aligned with your thoughtfulness of your brand and how you do business. Um, but I I think that that was really just a smart way to introduce to people how else they can actually take care of themselves, but also potentially gift it to someone else. You know, right. and a lot of people don't think about gifting services in that way, like mm-hmm. the self care services. And I think because of the year we've had. More and more, we see that coming up. You right? Know? Yep. Yeah, Services, so it, it's, experiences.
0: It's mm-hmm. true. And the other thing, you know, you mentioned earlier, um, in terms of what people are looking for, is is is, and they're not going to find on those big websites of department stores for the most part, are really exclusive, special products coming from anywhere. I don't want to just say other parts of the world yeah. be coming from New York, um, right. but you know, being able to go somewhere that is curated, like we said before, and then and find things that you've never seen before. I mean, I have some brands and gifts that you'll say, Oh, I know that brand. I love that brand. Sure. But then I have some that you probably won't know and hopefully will find super cool and exciting and interesting. And for me, that's what makes the assortment interesting is to sort of have the comfort of the ones you know, but then have that thrill and discovery of the ones you don't know.
1: Yeah. My favorite is when um, Elizabeth goes... To the what they're 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 not called market expos like they're yeah the shows because then she um, she grams about it and so you get to see like all so you guys have to follow her on Insta just so that you can see like the process also the behind the scenes part of what it means to actually curate and her decisions on what actually gets sold um, Mm -hmm. through Gift Me Chic but also I'm sure ends up in her own home too sometimes. from those expos. Use that retail license that you got for for (laughs) curating your own home. But it's really cool because there is so much out there. And I do think that when we get stuck in always going to like the the larger stores to um, curate our life or the brands that are known, let's just say, then we're missing out. And we're also missing out on helping those Um, artists and or creators of these amazing, beautiful products and services that uh, we otherwise would not have access to unless we are paying attention and finding the entry point, you know, so to to have your curation about it, but also you share a lot too, because when you do write about each of the people you are Purchasing from, like you are sharing, like about the background of that brand, or you know how it came to be, or if it's an exclusive, you know, um, creative person, you're sharing the story about it too. So it's you feel like you're a part of it, and it's not just oh I like that item and I'm just going to buy it. You know, like there's an actual connection to it, which is really great.
0: No, I I that's really nice to hear, and I really appreciate that because. You know, the brand is Give Me Chic by Elizabeth Jones, Tennessee. And I I, I never wanted to seem narcissistic in a way. Like it's all about me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but there really I it really is a personal story. You know, when I yeah. discover a brand, you know, some of them are my friends and some of them are not. Some I've discovered at the Maison and J trade show that, you know, something like that, that you mentioned. And some I found on Instagram. Oh, right. Whoever I... what, Whichever brands I find and, and connect with and bring to Give Me Chic, there becomes a personal relationship because yeah. that's how I am I'm not going to work with you if I don't feel a connection and love your products and vice versa you believe in give me chic and and so I've been trying to to make them make um to share the stories with my audience to show and that that is personal and yeah. um, and for people to connect with it on a different level than they would maybe just going to Saks or any department store and reading about the product and that's that
1: well, it's very rare that you can actually connect with the maker of something. Right. When you're going to a larger store, you're dealing with the sales team of that store or whoever has been trained in that brand. You know, it's a very it's a different system right. as opposed to like the background and I know there's value to that. I'm not devaluing that at all. I the what I li- what I like about what you are bringing to the table is the uniqueness of the experience and when you are investing in that purchase, that there's there's an actual energy exchange with mm-hmm. it. You know, yeah. it's not just a yeah, go swipe my card and buyer's remorse later. Right. Or, hey, I'm purposely getting this because I feel a certain way, and I like must have it because of not only this a beautiful object, but then it's also it, it you know has a great story behind it too, which is really cool. In this past year, I'm curious what is um, a moment that um you are most proud of that occurred with you know launching and building up give me shee because i remember and this was before like your soft launch like you said in in 2019 when i was checking in with you and you were like someone i don't know bought something and that oh was like the most exciting that is the most exciting moment for any business when it's right. someone who's not in your network is actually coming and like buying from you, so I uh, we we cheered that and cheers to that one because that's huge. That means you've gone past you know your inner circle. But I'm curious, since that moment because that was in the beginning soft launch, was there anything that happened in this past year that you're like I'm I am beyond elated that that was something that I could do, produce or have experienced in my business.
0: Yeah, I mean I will say two things because you're so right every time. So you know we're on Shopify and every time we get an order or. My phone dings. Yeah, beautiful. Two of my team members. So we always check the phone and we say, "Okay, this is what we just sold. We got an order." And you know, right now it's very um, all hands on deck, right? So we're a small team. We run very lean, Um, and it's it's really exciting because you know now a lot of the orders, the most of the orders coming in are from people I don't know. And every time I
1: don't know the person. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, But it's such it's so great because that means you've expanded your reach. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, thank
0: you. Um there's way more to go cuz again I'm running lean and I haven't put the funding into marketing that sure. um, that will take me to the next level. That's yeah. that's the next. Come, so yeah. mm-hmm. good. Yep. Um, but I would say, you know, going back to your question, in about a year ago, and I actually just did a post, Instagram post about this today. Um about a year ago, I was walking in the West Village and I saw like um, you know, a piece of street art on um, like a post, a pasting, a wild pasting on okay. a light post, and it was a cartoon-looking character with a big head and big eyes, and then this very soft body that was um, more in a positioned in sort of a humble way, and a heart on her chest. Mm. It said something good is worth finding. Oh, beautiful! And I said, oh my God, look at this! You know, it was the beginning of COVID. I want to say it was April. And we're really wearing our masks and the streets are sort of empty and we're sort of trying to get a feel of what's going on. And it was really, I mean, I stopped in my tracks and I said, look at that. And it was, it it was just, it really inspired me. I took a picture and I posted it and it was really inspirational. And I I didn't know who the artist was. I didn't know anything about it. And somebody commented on my post and said, Oh, I love hash or you know, at sign at Phoebe New York. She's one of my it's one of my favorite street um art that you oh. see her. so i quickly clicked on at phoebe new york and i i fell in love with her account and i dm'd um the artist whose name is libby shotel and i said hey i just want you to know i saw um your phoebe and this one and i was really inspired by it and i just want to say thank you for sharing this your art with the world yeah i didn't have any other ideas i just felt like i needed to reach out and yeah and, i you and you shared it that's beautiful yeah. And she wrote me back and was really nice and was thank you so much and and then I started my will started turning and I said you know maybe there's something we can do in the future together. This is what I'm doing. I'm launching a business and I said I'd love to stay in touch. And months and months go by and again I'm still sort of thinking about this and we're putting together the launch timing and what are the activations we're doing. And I said to myself you know I'd really love to collaborate with Libby. And I reached back out to her, and we met up and had a tea, and really talked about it. And we came up with three different Phoebe personas. And every Phoebe that you see out there in the streets is wearing a different outfit and has a different messaging. I mean, a totally different look. And she, you know, she sketched out, a bunch of different options and we decided on three and each one had a different messaging, but all related to gift giving and being thoughtful and finding your gift. You know, she's got a gift and, 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 and then of course I, you know, co-branded them give me she, and it was, a, it was a guerrilla marketing campaign yeah. and it was really cool. You know, it was out on the streets. We targeted Soho, um, West Village, Meatpacking, Nolita and the Bowery. And, um, we went out and we different sizes and some of the sizes we did were like these giant, I don't even know what you call them, like really giant size. Yeah. Like 18 by 24
1: kind of thing. Like the
0: big, yeah. yeah. And, Mm -hmm. um, and the first time, so we did two rounds of pastings. We did one in November and the other one in December. And when I went out in November and I was with my photographer and one of my colleagues, and we got to the first one, and I just started crying. You know, I was like, oh my god, this you is created so that, cool. yes. <laughs> so I was so happy and so proud, and it's like I had this idea, you know, and then to see it come to fruition was just so special and meaningful.
1: Yeah, and so also that was, your, that was huge. I can totally understand why. Also. You physically seeing it in the space of New York, like your yeah. brand is showing up on the walls in and in a beautiful collaborative, collaborative art piece, like, and just the, the, um, I'm getting like goosebumps from it because the, just the, your creativity shining that way, but because you are used to also your, um, decisions showing up physically in a retail wow. store, and then not yeah. being able to like have that experience yet, because we don't know where Gift Me Chic <laughs> might head towards later, but to have something physical about Gift Me Chic, like out in the world that you designed with such an amazing artist and. Now you can walk the streets and see it throughout the. It was throughout the winter, and I'm sure it's sometimes in New York too, right? Like they they overpost on things, like you yeah, they overpost them and there's stuff. One that's
0: hit that's still protected
1: because there's scaffolding
0: that went up. Nice. So I was looking at the whole of the scaffolding. Is I'm it like, there, I still see it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome, but what a beautiful thing, and also to to be a present, you know, entrepreneur in Manhattan during the pandemic year where so much has been like shut down and slowed down and closed that you were still showing New York that we got you. Like we are still out here. We're putting beauty up on the walls and we are, we are doing business. We're open for business. Like that is huge, but I love that. It's such a beautiful, that is such a beautiful um, event to have created for yourself, but also so longstanding, you know? Yeah. And yeah. I lo- well, tell me again, the quote from the first one you saw. F- her first oh, um, image. Something good is worth finding. Something good is worth finding. I mean, that if that's not a mantra to take <laughs> away from today's conversation, I mean, it's so worth it. Um, well, this has been so awesome sharing you with our listeners. And I know anybody in the retail space has been feeling or who's a creator with a new product or trying to just put something out there. I'm sure was inspired by today's conversation because it's so easy to give up on your dreams when you're sitting in uncertainty. And and what I love about being a witness and and a dear friend cheerleader on the sidelines for you and your journey is that, you know, even though it was scary, you still stepped into it and you're continuing to step into it every single day and learning and tweaking and moving it forward because that's really what business ownership and putting creativity out into the world is all about. So, so, so... Thank you for being with me today and and, um, for our listeners to connect with you. Let them know which um, accounts to follow on Insta um, or however you want them to connect. Obviously, we'll put up the links of Gift Me Chic so people can come and check out all your curation for this month and what's available out there, but also to connect with you. How would you like them to do that?
0: Um, yeah. So I have two Instagram accounts, um, Elizabeth Jones, Hennessy, and I'm Elizabeth with an S instead of a Z. Um, and there I share um, everything about Give Me Chic, as well as inspirations that I'm personally having throughout my own journey. And then there's the at Give Me Chic um, account as well, which is very specifically gifting focused. Um, so the two are both fun. They play off each other. Um, yeah. And then of course, and, and I'm very open to receiving DMs from my followers and from potential clients. And, and I find a lot of my brands through Instagram. So um, they connect especially it. now during COVID and I can't travel too much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd be thrilled to connect with people on Instagram. And then the site itself is www.giftmeshik.com. And we do have a customer service email. So if people want to reach out to me, they can
1: find me there as well. Yeah. And just so you guys know, it's Gift Me Chic. So it's the word gift. M-E-C-H-I-C.com just so you make sure you're landing on the right site and connecting with Elizabeth. And in order to thank you for being on my show today and, and sharing uh, your journey with us, I always like to thank my guests at, by asking, is there something that I can support you on today? Any any challenge going on in business or something that you want to dialogue on so that I can support you
0: No, that's, 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 I appreciate that. Um, You know, the next step for Give Me Chic, now that we are off the ground and I do see all the potential and, when it comes to e-com, you know, one of the biggest challenges is marketing and knowing how much money needs to be put into marketing to really get your brand out there and take it to the next level You know to drive customers back to the site to shop. So I am finalizing my business plan and I'm getting ready to start fundraising. Um, right. It's not something I've done before. I'm, I'm doing you know different types of training to get myself ready in a multitude of ways. Um, but this is where I'd love any advice or guidance from you in terms... Of how to navigate this new world and intimidating world, let's call it as well.
1: Of investing, of like how to attract investors or just the confidence of this next level you're going to. Tell me, what is it that you want to help navigate? Attract
0: investors. You know, know, because retail is tough, but on the flip side, e commerce is where it's happening. Um, I need people that are very specific in a way because I'm not mass, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do want to have a wide audience and a wide reach, um, but with my own eyes, you know, my own, creation, yeah, and my own aesthetic. Um, so it's about, I think, finding the right types yes. of investors. You know, even the first step of making the contacts. You yeah. Know?
1: So no, these are so such great questions. Um, the approach that uh, I would first start with is similar to how you think about who's your ideal client, and you start creating your brand and your messaging and, and curating your product for who you actually want to attract as a client to buy from you. It's almost the same type of process With because you're such a creative mind as well is to really, and you're a manifester. So it's something where if you can really think about who is the ideal investor that you would like to attract in, like almost design that like, and, and really articulate what type of businesses have they invested in before are they you know uh, of a certain age do they do they have other brands in their portfolio that you are easily aligned with is their lifestyle And the way that they show up in their world, the give back model, the desire for connection, like really get articulate similar to how you think about your ideal client. Do the same exercise for an ideal investor. Because Mm -hmm. when you get clear on who you would love to attract the investment from... It also becomes a much easier conversation when you meet them because you've been sitting in this like manifestation exercise of bring them to me. Like I, I'm having the conversation with that ideal investor. You're sitting across the table and having that cup of tea or your your favorite matcha latte, so that so that you're you're in that zone already. So that when you meet them, you will see them with ease. Mm-hmm. It is the same also in the energy of um, investing as you are with any kind of sales because it is a different form of sales. It's just the higher price point that they're investing in. And what right. they're buying has a longer term you know, return to it. But it's mm-hmm. the same exact thing, right? So if you think about luxury sales, like if you were going to go out there and buy a brand new vehicle, mm-hmm. like there's there's a process behind that. It takes some... And analysis and courting and and you know you're not just going to go out and buy a hundred thousand dollar car right. without knowing about it.
0: Right. So you
1: want to think about how are you representing your brand and your business, but also be okay with the fact that it might take some time mm-hmm. before they choose to invest. It might take uh, different um, types of follow up and lunches, and they might ask you to. You know, well, we would love to see these things. We're interested, but you still need to show us this. Like, be open to a dialogue when it comes to investing. And when there's a no, really see it as a not now and ask about, okay, I understand now's not the time for you to invest. What would this need to be Mm -hmm. in order for you to invest in it? Because then you'll learn from your investor conversations just as you did as you were building and launching this business, Mm -hmm. on the direction then you start to go and the conversations you need to have to find, again, that ideal investor. What I've seen as a challenge for a lot of people is that they'll like say it and spray it to all investors. Mm -hmm. And then they're getting so many rejections because there isn't an alignment yet. They didn't think like, this is my ideal investor and this is the category of it. So let me be super focused and go after who I think is best aligned for me as the founder of my business and who I want money from. Because when you start taking money from other people in your business, they're in your business. Right. You know? So you want a relationship, you know, like you want to know that there's a relationship there and not a hostile takeover because that's how it right. that happens. And people don't realize because they want the money so bad yeah. that they're actually getting in bed with these people. And right. so you 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 paint the if you take the time to paint the picture first mm-hmm. and start the process the process becomes so much easier because mm-hmm. then you're like even though that investor might want to give you money you might not want to because they're they're not aligned and and know that power in your business mm-hmm. you know it's really important to the way investors to understand how investors look at business models to decide what rate of return they're willing to wait for before Mm -hmm. they get their money back. And then some, right? Because they invest because there's going to be a higher level of return. They're not angel investing, family and friends round, like whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Those folks are not as eager at times to get the highest, the higher return. So it really depends on who you're talking to. But again, know the level of investing you need, Mm -hmm. who your ideal investor is, And then be open to the fact that it's a dialogue and you're building a relationship. And it's going to take a few times Mm -hmm. before you get to a potential yes. And for every no you get, learn from it, but don't let it hold you back. Mm Because that's something that it can eat. It's, It's daunting. And I myself have a whole new business venture that I am planning to go into too. and. I'm also going to be working with Andrea and Jordana, who you mentioned earlier. Great. And we we start tomorrow, actually, because I have this grandiose vision of a business and I'm going to have to do the same thing. So these are the steps that I would actually take myself and I will be when I get to that point where I have to go after investment as well. And it's such a great question to ask because we haven't had enough of that discussion on the show yet. So mm-hmm. hopefully that was helpful. It
0: was incredibly helpful. And it reminded me of the time when we were working together you know, in the beginning of this whole practice. And you said, okay, Lizzie, you know, let's get your board up on the wall and start pinning the things that inspire you. And what do you want Give Me Chic to be? And what do you want it to look like? And who is your customer? And it's funny because I just did this
1: blueprint um, human design. Oh my gosh. All about it. Yes. I'm a manifester. (laughs) Are you a manifesting generator? Oh, I'm just a manifester. Oh, hell yeah, girl. Then you got to go hire your generators. I love that's it. why When you said you are a manifester, I was like, did she read my oh, book? I know you are, she girl. I know like how me. you show up. That is awesome. And I did an episode on human design um a few shows back that we broke down, you know, some of the how you read the charts and stuff. That's great. Oh, I'll have
0: to go back. Will you send yeah. me the links? I'd love yeah, to I will.
1: That. I will. That. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, no, so, yeah, that was extremely the- helpful. Thank you so much. So, that's when I'm going to start. I'm going to start manifesting it.
1: You have to. Yeah, but that's who you are. Also because that clarity is how you then see it. Like manifestation is really allowing yourself the time and space to see what it is you truly desire and yeah. um and then you see it when it shows up so much faster. Mm-hmm. And with my human design, I'm a time bender. So I'm someone that's why it's so easy for me to be in other people's businesses and see their <laughs> path. No, truly, because I can see the path you're on because I bend time. I can go to the future, come back to the now and then take help you get there. Like that that is how I have been able to manage and own the business that I have and and be able to support so many others, you know, on their journey as well. So human design helped me a lot too just discover the language around all of this. No, that's cool. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. this has been so great. Thanks again for being on the show. and And to my listeners, thank you for joining us today. And of course, we love to hear from you what your takeaways are. And make sure you follow and connect with Elizabeth and let us know you're listening. I will see you in the next episode. Wasn't that such a great episode? I know you got amazing takeaways from that. What I would love for you to do for me, if you can help me extend my reach, is go ahead and subscribe to the show so you get the latest notification and listen before anyone else. Also, if you could go ahead and post your review, your five-star review will help me get other people interested in this conversation and extend my reach of impact.